0: This is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat, with me Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman and today we've got a special guest on, Alexander Walker. Now he is a hypnotherapist and I, I've personally worked with him over the years and he's helped me get through a lot of demons, walking, uh, walking back out of that dark room that I talk so often about. So first of all Alexander, would you like to tell us about yourself?
1: Uh, Yes, thank you. Uh, My name is Alexander Walker. uh, As you said, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and uh, I mainly specialise in treating anxiety and depression. It was a few personal struggles that I went through Mm. during my uh, childhood years and adolescent years and then into my 20s and 30s. So um, I really kind of felt like that was what I wanted to help people with. Uh, I trained in clinical hypnotherapy and um, after I was able to walk out of my depression and anxiety I went on to help other people uh, with theirs and that's what I do at the moment.
0: What strategy you, did you use to get you out of that dark place?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well I didn't just use one strategy. Um, depression and anxiety is an accumulation in my opinion of events mm-hmm. uh, or at least your perception of events. So. <clears throat> There are a lot of things that need to be put into place. Uh, for a start, you have the, um, the sort of ideas, the negative ideas or negative opinions of yourself, so you have to change those. Once you've done that, you still have the old behaviors that sort of will pull you back into that sort of style of thinking. Mm-hmm. So you have to change those behaviors. And, of course, those behaviours affect your lifestyle. So then you have to look at your diet and your lifestyle. It's not as complicated as I make it sound, mm. but just all of those things are subtly affected and are adjusted throughout the therapy. So at the end of it, you kind of come out having actually done a lot of work without actually realising
0: Well, I know like when you say, well, like, when you pack something in, mm. the part of it, it does what it's, like, it's like it's a living person, isn't it? And it wants to pull you back into doing it again.
2: It's a happy, isn't it? It's what I find you get you in good or bad habits, if you're in that habit, you do it. You know, you carry on that process. And to break a habit is very, very hard. And that could be a habit of not thinking um, positively, not thinking correctly. Th- thinking with an anxious mind, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> thinking with an anxious mind. It's, um, the anxious mind is created out of your past events. And so it works on your previous experiences. Mm-hmm. And it holds those experiences very close to the present. So you're constantly kind of thinking or looking out for those dangers that were in your past. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> excuse me, with, um, <coughs> with the anxious mindset, uh, you, what you're doing is you're not really perceiving um, things as they are. You're perceiving a lot of things as they could be, say, in a mm-hmm. possible dangerous situation. and um, and obviously this is going to affect you and it's going to distress you uh, quite a lot and you know, it's going to affect your lifestyle your mood, your your dieting again as I've said and uh, I think the habits serve a purpose Mm. so they serve a function they are there to help you in a way they do help you in a way Uh, they're coping mechanisms your subconscious creates whatever it creates for a reason it is there to actually help you So any habit, you have to look at what is the purpose, what is the function it serves, and then reroute that function to something else. So for example, uh, an easy one is smoking. Uh, People will smoke uh, for many reasons, one of them being a sociable thing, another being uh, to distract, another being to relax. So you've got all those sort of three functions there, those purposes. So you just simply find a healthier way to relax or to socialize or to have a moment to think and reflect. In your life so you have to address those those needs uh in
0: another healthier way it was like yesterday i was saying to you off the off air yesterday i'm feeling very stressed at the moment and right uh, i have a boxing show coming up on friday mm. and i don't know sometimes and there's other things going on and my problem is I mean, i'm stressed for that because i care so much about the kids and the boxers yeah um then like what i do is i take a lot of people's stresses on they tell me something and even though I have no control over what their problem is, I stress over it for them. Right. And uh, like last night, I drank too much. And as you say, that mechanism, that, that habit, when I'm stressed, I drink. When I'm happy, I drink. And it's, it's just made me feel worse today because not only am I I'm still stressed, mm. I've got the hangover and being in that dark room again. You know, it's a, it's a horrible place to be.
1: Yes, well, that I mean, that obviously is uh, is something that people will do when they're stressed, uh, drink to sort of escape, and also drinking is also there to sort of uh, relax them and also to try and remove and block out any sort of worry or stress. But of course, it comes back the next day. Mm-hmm. So, if you have any uh, any issues like that, uh, say for example, you have a lot, something very important coming up, uh, a great strategy to use is a visualization technique. Is to sort of imagine. Where that situation is, if you think about it, where is it in your field of vision? Uh, so for example, um, if I had say a big event coming up on say Saturday, I might see it as a very large event as soon as I close my eyes like a big stressful thing or abstract thing in my sort of in my top right hand corner. So what I would do in that situation is I' bring it down into the center and then I would perhaps reduce it, reduce the size of it and perhaps if it had any color or shape, I'd sort of manipulate the shape of it and then I'd manipulate the color, turn the color up and turn the color way down, sort of saturate it. Um, Slow it down, if it has a movement or a shape, sort of manipulate the shape and the movement, just so you can sort of control it. And then sort of shrink it and then reposition it so it's, it's not so close up in your field of vision when you think about it. You put it more sort of in the distance. And then you sort of rearrange events that are going to happen after it, sort of enlarge those but have them in a sort of like a linear fashion. So you kind of, when you visualize it now, it's more organized and it's not as big as it once was. And then you have other, other events or other experiences, maybe more positive, that they can be enlarged in your sort of imagination. So when you think about it, it's actually quite a small event. And you can do this very easily. Um, with uh, traumatic experiences in your past, we go into a bit more depth there in therapy. But with situations like this that are in your near future, you can very easily do something like this, to sort of change uh, the feeling of it. And that changes the feeling for you.
0: That's wonderful. Have you got, because, you know, I struggle with my vision, I, I struggle to do the visualisations. Hmm. Have you got any, any other ones? Any other things off the top of your head? Well, Because um, I've done the tapping before. The, that, yeah, the e- EFT. EFT, me. I always think that helped me.
1: Yeah, well, it, it, you know, you find what's what's useful to you. Um, now, you don't necessarily have to have good eyesight to do that visualization. You, you close your eyes. Yeah. But just in case, uh, for whatever reason, you don't have uh, a strong imagery uh, ability anyway, um, you can change it into another modality. You can change it into a feeling. You yeah. can change it into. Um, you can just imagine a shape. Yeah, you can yeah. imagine what it is, and uh, you can either strengthen that imagination of, of what it is. Um, you and I have spoken before, and I know you have a very stronger imagination. Yeah. So, so it's not necessarily uh, going to inhibit you if you have if you don't have very good actual vision. It is still something you can uh, imagine. Mm. Um,
0: but yes. I'm thinking of it, I'm thinking of the ring, yeah. I'm thinking of the crowd, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to the noises yeah. more so.
2: Yeah. So, this is, that's what, so when you say that visualising, my thing is, I've tried things like meditation, not um, stopping in silence, but my thing is my brain is always thinking of everything else and not what I'm actually trying to do at that point. Does that right. make sense? So it's you kind of, I've oh got this, 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 all these things, other things popping up while I'm trying to focus. One. That may just be down to inexperience at doing that process.
1: Yeah, meditation
2: is not specifically my area of, of,
1: of, of specialty. But yeah, it, it, with, with, with hypnotherapy, it, it gets you to that relaxed state. And then we do the work with meditation. As much as I understand it, you simply get to that, that deeper level. And it may be that you just need more experience to really do that. Level. I know there's something called transcendental meditation, which is where you create a word, uh, a word that is nonsensical, something that doesn't mean anything. Okay, so you have to be quite inventive here. Think of a try and create a word that means nothing to you. Fluble. Fluble, that's a good word. <laughs> yeah, Fluble. It doesn't sound like any other word that I can think of. Uh, however, the, the, the first syllable is flu, so maybe you want to change that because okay. Uh, yeah. Klugel. <laughs> okay. Then I mean you got a clue. But what else? Just, just say <laughs> that. So you would simply repeat this to yourself in your head, closing your eye whilst your eyelids closed, and you're in a sort of a, a space to yourself, breathing calmly. And just keep repeating the same word to yourself again and again and again. And this, in a way, now I'm not an expert in this area, so um, don't take me out my word 100. percent Um, The idea is that you keep repeating this nonsensical word to yourself, and this supposedly sort of clears out all the other noise, all the important things in your life. Just for that moment, you keep repeating it again and again and again, until it naturally seems to slow down, to slow you down. And then it just becomes like a gentle sort of heartbeat. So it starts off quite rapidly. And it goes slowly and slowly and slowly down as you feel more and more relaxed. So you're just like a bloom,
2: bloom, bloom,
1: bloom, and then you get to
2: that steady state where all is sort of cleared from your mind. The, the reason I ask is because that to me, when you're saying visualize stuff, so if I was to stop and visualize, I, I think I would still have things popping into my head and it'd be hard to concentrate on that thing I was trying to visualize I'll just use meditation as a kind um, a way of the way I' right well yeah well, to do it, so.
1: with, with hypnotherapy if I can just go on to that <clears throat> with hypnotherapy we, we get you to relax first yeah so we get you to relax deeper and deeper and deeper so all the other stuff can so sort of gently drift out of your head and away from you and it can of course come back into it now and then uh, whilst you're relaxing. But the important thing there is that it doesn't matter if, if thoughts do come into your head because they can just as quickly leave as soon as they enter. And mm-hmm. um, with the guiding of the therapist, the therapist guiding you, um, you sort of become more familiar and allow those thoughts to just drift in and out. And then what you find is you start having more pleasant experiences, more pleasant thoughts, and more sort of perhaps happier feelings of peace come into your body, however you experience that.
0: Because I've worked with Alexandra He's amazing what he does, what I've been put under. And I'd like to clear up some stuff on hypnosis as well. It, it, it's great. what Alexander's done it before and I've gone under, as you were saying, my mind's going over stuff and I'm thinking about... But then I zone in on a word and then I forget what I've been on about. So he's talking more to my subconscious instead of, like, the bit of me that would argue, not that I would ever argue. If I go for help, I want them to help me. I'm not there to argue. But like, I'll, I'll be there and I just switch off and I start thinking about the washing up or whatever. And then I hear a word and then it pricks my ears up. But I, I leave the experience feeling brilliant. And if I ever was uncomfortable, it's, you, you would be able to go, I'm not comfortable. But it's about riding the wave, isn't it? Can I ask?
2: Because so the only hypnotherapy I've ever seen is when someone's been up on the stage and basically. People are embarrassing themselves. Right, that's not hypnotherapy. <laughs> I just want to make that. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, yeah. that, that right. that's my experience of right. hypnosis. No, of yes. Yeah. Um, so, hey, hey, what's the process of getting some? Because I imagine again myself, you know, I don't know whether I'll be able to uh, relax to that point. If that makes sense. The more someone, you do, the more you go with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, um, it, it
1: definitely isn't anything to do with stage hypnosis. We, okay. we don't do anything like that. So. It is completely consensual. It is therapy. That's the emphasis of that. And if you're not comfortable with the word hypotherapy, then use the word self-relaxation. It's relaxation. I can't make you relax, but I can help you to relax if you want to. If you want to stand there with your arms crossed, then that's up to you. But I can't make you sit in the chair. So if you are willing to sit down in the chair, if you are willing to listen to what I have to tell you, then all I would ask you to do is then close your eyes and just listen. And at any moment, you can open your eyes. But I would just ask you to keep your eyes closed until I ask you to open them. Now, we tell the client at the beginning that the unconscious will not accept anything negative. It will only accept helpful, positive statements. So you're already going to feel comfortable with what I'm going to say next. Okay. Now, some clients will listen very tentatively to what I have to say. And other clients won't. And that doesn't really matter what you do because the idea is, as Kevin mentioned, I'm talking to the unconscious. Unless I'm specifically talking to you, I'll let you know. But until then, I'm talking to the unconscious. Asking the unconscious to help you relax. And you can either listen to that or you can just think your own thoughts and something else or be distracted by day-to-day stuff. The important thing is that you will eventually get to that point where you're not thinking about the day-to-day stuff anymore and you are just really relaxed. And there are different levels of relaxation as well. So perhaps the first time uh, you'll have a, a, a light state of relaxation, and the next time you'll just go deeper and deeper and deeper, and, and just easier going to that natural state so of relaxation. It is practice. Research. It is practice. You do. It is best to get a, a hypnotherapist to help you because for years I tried to do this on my own, and I wasn't sure I was doing it right. I was getting quite irritable because I didn't really know what I was doing, and um, yeah, it took the training for me to identify when I really was relaxed because. Hypnosis is not a magical uh, trance, it's, it is just a state of relaxation, really. And uh, when you are in that state, then you can start doing the amazing work that we do with clients.
0: It's like, within, it's like with exercise, isn't it? Yeah. You don't come in and just smash out 50 yeah, press ups. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got to work at it, work at it. A lot like by going to a trained professional. It's like you, you don't get your gardener to do your haircut. No, right. S- s- some stuff you need to go to the right people for, isn't it? Mm. But what we're doing there is having a chat about it. But I always said, if you have got these underlying issues, which I had, and I went to go and see Alexander and I've gone to see Nick Davis, um, sometimes you've got to go and see the right people for the right jobs.
1: Absolutely.
0: And there's nothing to be ashamed of. And that's why I want to bring out Alexander on there. He's from the area, he's from um, Sturbridge.
2: Yeah, Sturbridge
0: from Stairbridge, so I want to get local people on to talk about it, and I've worked with this man. There's nothing to be ashamed of. The
2: good thing is you can actually
0: vouch for it, can't you? Get Precisely. been there and, and done it as such. I mean, I've got more baggage than uh, the airport, <laughs> but, you know, and this is what we've got to do, by the grace of God, I've got good friends and family, but sometimes it's knowing what to say or having that key to turn that switch down or on and Alexander personally helped me, so thank you for that. Okay. Um, and how many years have you been in the game?
1: Uh, well, um, I think I, I started um, in, two, in 2010, but then I went on in 2018 to complete my practitioner diploma. Yeah. Uh, so I've been doing uh, the majority of my work since the beginning of 2018, and that's in private practice. And also with a local charity, I think I spoke to you about that. Yes. Um, helping people who can't afford private uh, therapy um, get back control of their life uh, with hypotherapy. And that's usually people with uh, anxiety or depression, things like that.
0: Having control of their own life. And that's why uh, at the moment we've got this massive epidemic of suicide. Mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of these poor buggers do it. Because they've lost that control over the life, be it the financial, be it the addiction, mm-hmm. be it the depression is what the best of them.
2: It's so losing control of your mind, isn't it, I think, more as much as anything else, once that's gone. Same as in the boxing ring, you let that anger or any emotion seep in really? and it goes down from yeah. there, doesn't it? You've got, to, you've got to be positive and, and keep moving and, and the kind of help that you can offer is it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, there is are so many different avenues you can try as well, isn't that? So if someone did go to you and it, and it wasn't suitable for them, go on and, and try something else, because there will be something that can help. Absolutely. And um, there's enough people that have been through the experience that you've been through already that are helping, like yourself. You, you can't, you, you've experienced that, so you're kind of the ideal person to teach at the same time or, or to help, should I say, not teach. I think,
0: uh, that's the, I think that's why a lot of people have the problem with going see a Therapist. They say, I don't want to sit there and talk to a suit. Mm-hmm. Whereas you've got to forget beyond that suit, he's also a man, or he's a woman, he's a person. And most people in your game, I imagine, have got into that through either the personal pain or their family's pain. That's how they've got into that field.
1: I think you're right. I, the, um, I mean, the idea comes from them wanting to help. Mm. So the idea is them wanting to help. Um, I think you always have to be careful. Uh, make sure you go and see uh, someone who is registered. Um, with a with a, a suitable body, and if they're not registered, then you just you ask why. You are entitled to ask it. I'm, I'm uh, at the moment I'm registered with the, the British Society of Clinical Hypnosis. Um, so if any of the clients uh, did have an issue uh, with anything uh, that happened in the therapy room, they could go to that, you know, that body or organisation and put in a complaint there, and they would deal with that, you know, at the proper time. So. If you go to see uh, a hypotherapist, check out their credentials, you are entitled to do that. I do have to show you the credentials. And, you know, ask questions. You know, if you're not sure about something, ask. Uh, If you go to see one and uh, it's about weight control and you notice they're a bit chubby, uh, ask about that. It's okay. Uh, We are are comfortable with that. Um, But it's got to be right for you. And I'm not right for everybody. Um, And I accept that. And... Some clients uh, I work really well with, and other clients not so well, and it's, it's just really human nature,
0: isn't it? It is,
1: unfortunately. It. I'd love to say I do a hundred percent with a hundred percent clients. I'd love to do that, but unfortunately, that isn't the way. Um, so, it's really about finding what's suitable for you. I think it
2: definitely when you're talking about relaxing in front of someone as well. Yeah, you know, you've got to have it's got to be some kind of bond there, um, trust there to be able to even relax. Absolutely, um, before you even start talking about. That happened
1: and, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely closing your eyes in front of a stranger is a bit of a strange thing to do, do naturally, yeah. yeah. So you have to have that trust, that rapport there, that when you close your eyes everything is going to be okay. And um, yeah, so that's probably the first hurdle, I suppose. And when they close their eyes and they see that everything is still normal, uh, then we can go on there to the next step, which is again me just talking to the unconscious, asking the unconscious to relax them if it's able to if it wants to of course it wants to because they're there and uh, yeah and then we go from there but yeah I think Lee you're right you've got to to find what's right for you and there's there's a lot of uh, options out there but again I do stress you know check who's registered if they're not why not
0: because we have mentioned that before in another show about catfishing Uh, and people hi I'm the world's best MLP (laughs) and you're thinking yeah but that's the Instagrammy kind of generation. Everyone oh, is the best at everything.
2: Let an unqualified electrician rewire your house with no. you? you. know, you,
1: People still a, do, I think, well, <laughs> because, uh, because it's cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know,
2: sensible people, not yeah. so much. You, know, you do check out that people are qualified to do what the. are the, the, the saying they can do. That's right. Um,
1: and I think, I think a lot of it is perhaps to do with, with maybe cost. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I do have times on my website that uh, I do take into consideration that not everybody is financially secure, especially if you have a mental health issue. Mm. Um, so I do adjust the fees accordingly. And uh, as I say, I work for a charity. So if you go to that charity, then... Uh, do you want to name the charity? Yeah, it's Dudley Mind. Um, they have some wonderful counsellors and psychotherapists there as well who do voluntary work there as well. So you have that option. But you know, if you wanted hypnotherapy, mm. you could go there and... Uh, Get on
0: the way we'll put all Alexander's details in the cliff notes at the end as well. So if you would like to talk to him about something further, maybe this is a great way of just meeting him for the first time. That's the other thing that we were saying before, the trust. When you first go in to meet someone, you become a child again, don't we? You're thinking, well, if he doesn't like me, if he's going to tease me. And you're thinking, well, that's not what you're there to do, is it? But it's that apprehensiveness, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, there is this definite uh, sort of child state you, you can go into yeah. um, on meeting someone new, uh, especially a professional.
2: I can imagine it's slightly worse of all because of, like what you said earlier, I imagine hypnotherapy to be up on stage with someone making you do embarrassing things. Yeah. So that kind of act, with, with the line of work you do, I can imagine I'm not the only person who thought that was or a form of hypnotherapy so imagine that actually breaking up it 's like no it's not it's not you're not we're not going to put you on stage and
0: do this well you're not going to get it's someone who's a die-hard Wolves fan and he's going to leave there as a baggies fan no because your core beliefs are going to go no or you're not going to go in and say like oh i don't like women anymore i like billy goats because that yeah that's just not how it is it's yeah.
1: a it's a, I mean, you raised another thing there this is about consent yeah. So we are not allowed to work with anything that the, the client hasn't asked us to work with.
2: Oh, right. So they, there's a conversation before you even go saying absolutely. this is what I'm so looking to Yes, help. This,
1: this is what I want help with. Yeah. And it's very important you get consent. Because if the client doesn't give consent, the unconscious won't give consent. Okay? So you can't go in there and so,
0: I'll stop smoking without me wanting to. Absolutely. Kind of thing.
1: absolutely. In fact, it happened to a colleague of mine, actually. Um, he... He helped uh, this guy quit smoking, and uh, he, he was actually there for something else. And then the guy woke up, and he's actually very—he uh, came to, and he's actually very upset uh, about this because he, you know, he, he didn't give him that permission to do that. And mm. uh, I say wake up, but what I mean is uh, sort of come out of that relaxed state. Uh, it's all about consent, and as I say, if the, you haven't got consent from the client, then not only can they sue you, and they can. Um, then they they won't you, you will break that rapport with that client mm. and they won't trust you. Mm. So you definitely don't do anything like
0: that. So I go to suffer with anxiety, and yeah. it's like, you know you put me on a diet. You think about a bit overweight, <laughs> yeah. you will start beating. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that's this. <laughs>
2: no, but you can kind of see where I'm coming from. Because you see this on you see it on TV, you see it on there, and you, yeah. th- and, you know and I can imagine people are a bit more apprehensive about going to see someone who can do that. Not do that, who can help because of that. So this is why things like this and getting you on podcasts next week, (laughs) nothing like that is important. It really isn't. You know, maybe
1: sometimes I wish it would be because that'd be like a really cool magical (laughs) power. But unfortunately it's quite dull. It's just just someone like me sitting down, talking to you with this kind of tone of voice, uh, just maybe a little bit slower, and just talking to you and asking you uh, if you're unconscious, doesn't mind relaxing just a little bit more. And then we take it from there. Mm. And uh, just working out some issues. And if they have any anxiety or stress they'd like to get rid of, now um, they are allowed to get rid of that anxiety and stress. You give them permission um, to do that. Uh, Sometimes they need permission. Uh, And it's about empowering the client. So the client sort of learns how to do this themselves. We Don't want the client coming back for months and months and months. This isn't a long term therapy like counseling or, or psychoanalysis, or psychotherapy. This is designed to empower the client so the client is able to leave with those uh, tools that they've been kind of taught and practiced in the, in the sessions to help relieve their anxiety and stress. Now, I had
0: that exact experience with Alexander, and I'll say, I said, every so often I'd like to come back anyway, but then I haven't done my job right. He goes, we Different things will come up in your life, and we can deal with those together. But if I'm giving you the tools to overcome this, mm. then I want to... And I, I, I had so much respect for you from saying that, because I thought, you're not just wanted to see me every week. You could
2: have milked that back. Milked too. it, but
0: it was, yeah. we're going to fix this. And if something else comes up, because life's always changing, the obstacles are always going to be there.
2: Absolutely.
0: So as something else happens, then I can come back. But when I was there... I'm comfortable enough to say now, I've I've overcome that. I am suffering with my temper and something Alexander said. The doorman is great. He's there to look after you. But sometimes you need a diplomat before him. Instead of kicking him out of the club straight away, let's get the diplomat there. And the doorman's there to look after you, to keep you safe. So you've still got the warrior in the background in case you need him. But sometimes you don't need the warrior to be saying hello to people on the door. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I wasn't to see for
0: my ten. I was you answer it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's about using yeah, uh, you ha- using other resources, and we all have the resources. This is the thing. Um, I don't give you anything new. Uh, we, f- we help you find that in yourself. Mm. So as you say, you've got the warrior resource, but you also got the diplomat resource, mm-hmm. and you can use that diplomat resource to converse or communicate with other people more than the warrior. You don't need that warrior to be talking to people uh, all the time. Uh, you can be diplomatic and wh- whatever metaphor you want to use. That all comes from
0: you. Yeah, no, that's something else I like about it, because you say you're you're guiding, mm-hmm. but then you ask a question, we say something, and then you put it into our terms, kind of thing to put us in mind. So it's once again being a, a, a someone who wasn't the best educated at school. Right. It's not using big long jargon with someone like me that puts my back straight up, I'm thinking Absolutely. I become that thick kid at the back of the class, thinking, "Oh God, don't ask me, don't ask me." Yeah. But put in layman's terms, yeah, it's easy to understand. And once you can understand it, then you can get better through it.
1: Yeah, you're, you're totally right. This is again about building rapport with the client. Yeah, um, you. If you're if you're in that frame of mind where you have your uh, credentials in big chunky uh, frames on the on the walls and big books behind you. It's a bit intimidating, it's not necessary, and it can bring about shame mm-hmm. in the client. Uh, also the same with language, so use the client's language, whatever they're comfortable with, that's what you use. The the better report, I think this is, this was a, a in a study uh, established a few years back now, the best results and the best outcome uh, is not from which discipline of therapy you use, like CBT or person-centred or hypotherapy. The it's, it's the one that has the best relationship, professional relationship with the therapist. Mm. That yields the, the the better outcome. So the better relationship you can get with that therapist or with the client, the better the outcome.
0: Right, that's I, can, the I can see that with like coaching as well. Right. If you have that, you and that kid or you and that bloke, just don't get along. You're never, he's never going to follow you into war. But if you have someone and he, he, he believes in you, Completely, he will he will do whatever you say, right or wrong. You know what I mean? If you say stand on one leg, he'd think, "Well, Kev said so. I will try my best to do it." And it's the same, isn't it? Your, your job is there to nurture your your, your student, or to nurture your. Um, it's one uh, half the place to find. To, Are you finished? No, we're just on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Please, okay. Do you want to? As I say, this is live and uncut, <laughs> just in a podcast. No, the, the class isn't on today, boss. Isn't it? No, it's on One Mondays, pound. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Is, this, is it for yourself? Uh, for my little, then. For
1: your, how old?
0: 13-year-old. 13, so it's Mondays and Wednesdays yeah. at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. What six, time
2: is it, 6 till what
0: time? 6 till 7. 6 till 7. And it's
2: £2. It's £2 a second.
0: Yes. Super All, right, super. All right, take
2: care. Thank you
0: very much. Thank you. We haven't got a bit of advertisement in there for the club.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Twice today, that's never
0: happened before. No. but um, I, can't, I can't remember what it was. That? It's flabbergasted me.
2: Um,
0: but yeah, I'm over the moon that you've been able to come on, Alexander, and hopefully, this has um cleared up some misconceptions of hypnosis. They will not make you look like a fool. You're going there to help yourself, and this is with so many things. Why go there and tell them what they should be doing? You go there to talk to a professional, as Lee said. I don't have a sparky. an electrician come in and say, oh, you're doing that wrong. Because if I knew how to bloody wire it, I'd be doing it myself. Mm. So if you have got that professional, go with it. If they're not the right one for you, that's fine. Try something else. But go there with an open mind. Because with an open mind, that's when you can start making the changes.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, we want the best for you. And that may not be uh, us at that time. It, it may be someone else. And the best therapist is the one who's able to uh, say perhaps you're not suited to this, which is why we I always have consultations
0: yeah.
1: uh, before the therapy, um, and if if you're not motivated yourself, if say your partner or somebody uh, else wants you to change, then perhaps you're not right for this kind of therapy at that time, and um,
2: so you need to you need to make sure you've got the right motivations for it, and this is what we do in consultations. I think Andy Plank mentioned that didn't he? That he probably you. Yeah. Uh, pre- Andy Plan, sorry, the person who came on on the podcast previously. Who'd, um, suffered uh, grieving as a child, and um, he tried a load of a load of different counseling techniques, different things, but he wasn't ready at that time to to talk about it. So he ultimately, he was papering over cracks; it didn't work. Um, and when he when he finally was ready, it's now helping. So you have to be open to that. To, to, to help, don't you? You have to be open to receiving that help. Absolutely, and
1: as, and as you say, Lee, yeah, it has to be the right time. To mm-hmm. um, I would recommend anyone go to therapy if you're going through uh, relationship issues or you've just lost your work or, or um, you're moving house. At that time, it's just going to be so... You're going to be seeing so much turmoil at that time. Um, do it when you're sort of at your... I know it's, it's difficult to say because you come to therapy when you're in distress um, but you need to have some stability in your life so make sure you've got some stability when you go to that therapy and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons make sure you're doing it for you and not someone else's making you go. Okay.
2: Well
0: that's lovely. Have you got any quotes that have helped you get through life? Who would like to finish on a little quote? You want to <laughs> you know, put people on the spot. <laughs> nice
1: Wonderful. You know I don't do quotes. Um, yeah. No, um, I've always, I've always felt a bit awkward with quoting. Any that. advice? Uh, any advice? My advice is that this life is your journey. It's not anyone else's. So make it count for you, okay? And whatever you do, do it for you, okay? And if you do it for the right reasons, then it's just going to benefit anyone else in your life anyway.
0: Okay. Well, that's wonderful. Well, thank you ever so much for coming on, Alexander. Thank you. And until next week, gang. Listen, 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 And that's a wrap for another show But if there are any comments or messages That you would like us to read out for our next podcast Please be in touch There are also lots of different organisations At the bottom of this page And hopefully they can help you Or someone you care about Please share this to spread the word Until we talk next time tararabit. listen. listen, listen.